When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It's Monday and Storm, insert name here, has reached landfall here in the United Kingdom. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. What storm is it, Luke? What Hello. storm is it? Storm Donaldson. Is it Again. Storm D-Bag? Yeah. D-Bag Donnie. I heard the while back that they've run out of names for these. Oh. They Starting can, to run out of names. Can they not just use names from like, I don't know, I think Marvel? It, I think it goes alternate... Um, male, female, alternate letters. Uh, what well, is there just too much weather, too much problematic yeah, weather rolling about? I believe, I believe so, yeah. Well, climate change is a hoax, that's what I'm hearing. Chinese hoax, is it? Is that what? <laughs> the Chinese virus. Wuhan this flu. is quite interesting because the Wuhan flu. We're doing the Monday show. Yeah. And then we're doing the Thursday show. Yes. But we're recording the Thursday show early, so by the time the Thursday show comes out, we'll be the American election oh, would have right. happened and yes. we'll be in lockdown. Yes, interesting. So Monday record, as we're about to do mm. now, will be fine. Yep. Thursday might be a little more problematic. Charlie, but I talk about our own trousers. My dad was very, my dad was very uh, annoyed that um, the, the, the odds on uh, Trump getting in were very short compared to the amount of money he was willing to put on it. Uh, he's, yeah. he's very, he really thinks that it, I mean, it's, it's going to It's a two-horse racer, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's 50-50, yeah. isn't it, Dad? Yeah. So, I mean, that will be adjusted uh, uh, accordingly. But yes, uh, so on Thursday, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll have, see have, how it goes. So what I've detected uh, this morning being in work, because we are not in lockdown yet, and also mm. we are um, broadcasters, so we're allowed to come in as long mm. as we keep our social distancing and everything. So that explains why we're both in today. Um, but I've detected just generally among people I'm talking to, that um, this second lockdown has hit people... Really hard. Yeah, in a slightly yeah. different way because I think we know, because we've already been through one, we mm. know what it was kind of like. And so I, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way at all, so don't take my words out of context. I know you won't, Pete, but the, the, the listeners. There was a certain amount of excitement around the first one because it just just naturally because it just it's a new thing. Right, it's a yeah. new thing, right? So we don't know what to expect. Mm. No, this could be... This could be a bit different. Now people know that it's just boring and dangerous for people and all the rest of it. Yeah. The idea just before Christmas, as the nights are drawing in and it's getting a little bit colder, that we're going to have to do this for at least another month. I think it's hit people really hard. Yeah, but also, surely you're not going into the unknown. You've got that bit of your house if, if you can do your work Some from people home. don't, do they? Well, that's the thing. that well, I've, yeah. I've spoke about it before. I think um, this will be a net loss for everyone uh, being able to and having to work from home uh, as, as more offices shut down in the future future even when we've uh, discovered a vaccine for the bloody thing uh, but yeah do, 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 do you not think that people are kind of prepared for it a little bit more people know that there'll always be toilet roll mm. if people are sensible about it well, they haven't been I've, I've, now, I've heard that already people are getting involved with the toilet roll business it, what, how much do people poop 
I mean, I, I, know, I know you can't really take into account anything that comes out of the man's mouth, mm. but Boris Johnson even said at the weekend, essential shops will remain early at mm. opens. There is no need to stock, to stock up. up yeah. yeah, but people yeah. are still doing it. I, I, there's just something incredibly selfish about humanity. Yeah. Um, so, but specifically yeah. Britain, in my opinion. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've, what have I, ch- how have I changed my, you know, it's kind of business as usual for us, isn't it? Really, to a certain extent, like we, we were doing a lot of stuff remotely anyway. We're working from home quite a lot anyway. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to. Yeah, so you have run out of breath there. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> you have to adjust accordingly. Oh. I, I think. I think you know one thing that um, another an example of a, or an answer to your question about people know what to expect. I mean, Kate, our colleague and friend, made a really interesting point. Um, over the weekend as well, where she said that you know, for a lot of um, women, don't feel comfortable going out on their own after dark running. Um, mm. It's different because in May time, it was you know people the the, the nights sorry the evenings were brighter. Mm. The clocks have already um, gone back here now, yeah. so you, you're not going to be finishing work really before it gets dark. People find women will find it a lot harder to exercise. Yeah. All these things do come into account. So yeah. look, it's a, it's a it's a real shame. It's a nightmare. Stay safe, everyone. Look after yourselves and each other, as Jerry Springer would say. Do we need Jerry Springer back? I, is he still with us? I believe Springer? he is. Yeah, I, I believe so. Is, yeah. 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 I um, Do we need him back, Pete was the question. I knew someone who was with him for a short period of time. In the biblical sense. In the biblical sense. Did you know that he was also the mayor of Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. He's still alive apparently. Seventy six years was old. Was it post um Jerry Springer he went to become the mayor of Cincinnati or was that before? Am I, I think it stupid? was before. Was it before, right? Did you also know this is a great um this is a great um Fact, right? Jerry Springer. Guess where Jerry Springer was born? I think he was born in London. He was. Yeah. But do you want to be more specific? Uh, Brixton. <laughs> Jerry Springer was born in in Highgate Tube Station. He was born in Highgate Tube Station. Yeah, because his mother and father had fled Planned badly, <laughs> and they had fled from. Uh, disappointed by you because they fled, <laughs> they fled the Nazis, and they were they were taken shot from a bombing raid. Uh, and he was right. born during a bombing raid. Well, I didn't realise he was that old, did I? So I just thought they were just told you seventy six. Planned badly, and he got and he got delivered in a tube station because they hadn't left enough time to get on, in the in a car. So what? <laughs> go to the hospital. I got I get I get hospital. Do you know anything about what nineteen forty four in London was like? No, no exactly. Well, I should do because that's all anybody fucking talks about is the war, isn't it? So. Just it's like the last good thing we did. Can't stop talking about it. Jerry Springer was the mayor of Cincinnati, born in Highgate Tube Station, and then not even the two main things we're <laughs> known know, for. Right. It's, he's done quite a he lot got of some stuff. Poor people to fight on the telly. Where were you born? Hospital? Uh, yeah, yeah. Which one? Classic. Um, Hartlepool, I think. Traditionalist. Which is Traditionist. just called Hartlepool Hospital. I can't remember. It's called, it's called something. Uh, Brayton? Brayton Hospital, maybe? I can't remember. But um, my friend uh, delivered a baby uh, under lockdown, mm-hmm. um, her second baby. Um, it was, uh, she she went into contractions and uh, the midwife was called. The midwife um, kind of lost the plot a bit and thought it was her first child. So she thought she had a lot more time. The baby oh, right. was delivered in the shower um, by her sister who plays rugby. So ideal, I would say. Yeah. Because you got pop passing a baby out of her. I mean, the thing about that is, if I came into the office one day mm. and saw someone had recorded my show for me instead. I'd right. feel a little bit kind of insecure about how good I was doing my job. What do you mean? As in... Well, you're a midwife and yeah. someone else has delivered a baby oh, yeah, 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 on yeah. your watch. Well, because well, I was like, so what happens then? Because they had like the, the, they had a, um, uh, um, an ambulance man came 
made sure that the baby was healthy. Is that what you call um, yourself? Hi, I'm the ambulance man. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he's just got a siren on his head. <laughs> he hasn't got an ambulance. And he and he and he t- and, and the baby's out, obviously. And um, so obviously they're waiting for the um, they got the after the placenta to be delivered, the afterbirth, so to speak. And uh, and yeah, then they cut the cord and. Um, and I said, "What well, do the baby have to go to the hospital?" And she went, "No, why? Because the baby's healthy. It's out. Um, I just got in the shower and then went back to bed." Uh, I'll t- <laughs> I was like, That's nah. cracking that. I'll take it in to be checked. Yeah, wouldn't you? Nah, I, I think I think. Well, she's been there before. She's yeah. She's she's. Uh, I just think I, I want to double check. Double check. What do yeah. you mean? Well, the baby's alive. Fine. I mean, you wouldn't put it on. You wouldn't put it hook it up to anything if it was just being born. Cause it's just being born, isn't it? It's fine. Can I ask a basic question? Right. Um, never have two men sounded less like parents. Where do you snip the umbilical cord? I think it's uh, I think it's anywhere, but you got to wait. Until, I think you wait a little while because yeah. you don't want to um, hemorrhage. The, but what happens uh, to the rest the of the umbilical cord? Sorry. What happens to the rest of it? Well, do, do you you nip it first so it cuts off the blood supply, and yeah. then you, and then when it's because umbilical cords are quite disgusting looking things. They, yeah, that's they, what I'm they, saying. There's no, there's no veins in them, is it? But there? what happens to them? What do you mean? When they've been snipped, what happens to the umbilical cord? They just retract. It just starts to kind of like retract into the body. Is that true? Yeah, well, it sort of starts to it rots the other side. Of the, the bit that doesn't have the blood supply just starts to rot, and it just gets smaller and smaller, doesn't it? Do so you know that it, for a fact? Yeah, I'm fairly certain that's the case. All right, okay. <laughs> what about the other the other end? Because I've got an outy belly button, and Let me have a it's look. technically. It's technically a, uh, a herniated belly button. That is. That's doesn't what, look, doesn't when, look, when, when, when uh, muscle, muscle men uh, have a... What's the belly button's proper name? Um, oh, I'm, point, I'm poking it now. This makes oh, navel. funny. Navel. Yeah. A navel hernia, I think it's called. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, herniated navel. Your dad was um, in the wait, navel. Wait, 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 <laughs> where, yeah, where their belly buttons pop out. And I was like, that that looks like my belly button. I've yeah. got. I've automatically got a, a, a herniated... That's quite funny because people... People of that uh, persuasion spend so much time making themselves look perfect. They bronze themselves yeah. with the muscles. And then, like, <laughs> that's play ball. annoying. It will not that's play ball. Annoying, um, I was born in St. Mary's Hospital. Mary. Uh, and I was born three days before um, SAS Who Dares Wins Man Anthony <laughs> Middleton. In the same hospital. Yeah. Ah. So he could have been on the same ward as me. If he's not careful, he'll be right back in that hospital. That <laughs> well, not from, you. Idiot. not from <laughs> yeah. you. I um, I asked my mum if she knew his mum because um, the amount of times you walked around our hometown when I was younger mm. and I, my mum would say hello to a lady of a similar age and I'd say, how do you know that person? And she'll she's go, hospital with, with yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But she said it's that about 14 yeah. people. Did your mum say yeah. that? It did seem to be a lot more talking going on on, on the wards back in the day. My, yeah, my parents... Well, I think my you spent knows. more time in them as well. I yes. think you just went like up to a week in the maternity ward. Right, you don't, okay. Now you're off now. Get out of it. Well, in some cases, have you, have you, have you don't, even get them, don't even get there. Yeah. I like the idea of deliver, having a baby and then just having a shower and then going back to bed. <laughs> oh, I'm snacking. Like, it feels like... A, yeah. It, it feels it, wrong, doesn't it? It feels like there should be more going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen that um, one of the? I was reading this t- yesterday in the uh, in the Sunday paper that um, one of the unthought um, about, or I guess unintended um, upshots of you could be my unintended. Who's that? Muse. I don't know I that one. Yeah. Don't know it's that one. I don't really observe old. Muse. No, they're. they're... Their first couple of albums are good, and then it's just oh, you've gone all swampy. I don't. I don't <laughs> mean to futuristic. make light of bullying in school, mm. but yeah, it's got a little face. I spent, a, little face, I spent a bit of time being bullied myself. Mm-hmm. You know, these things can happen. Uh, I don't want to make light of it. I don't want to trivialise it. But I cannot get out of my mind the idea that the whole of Muse's oeuvre is a 
is based on the fact that Matt Bellamy is probably bullied at school. Well, you reckon that that's that's the case? Yeah. Right, okay. Maybe. So he's, like, he's thought up all these futuristic robots to come back and wreak revenge, and he's got quite a dystopian view of the world. Yeah. And someone oh. said that when he did a, they, they did a massive homecoming gig somewhere down in Devon, mm. and um, some someone I know was at the gig, and I think that he was like, on stage on mic talking about all these okay. people <laughs> at school that would never thought he'd get this far, and actually yeah, like, really. naming them and stuff. Brilliant. So that's part of the reason I don't really like it. Anyway. Anyway, knowing full well that a lot of them were probably at the gig. One of the un- yeah, exactly. One of the unintended um, mm. uh, parts of the huge uh, melting of glaciers, or our, as our American cousins call them, glaciers, mm. all over the world, is that there is now a burgeoning um, glacial archaeology scene. Right. So what's happening is um, where. Um, glaciers are melting. Mm. Um, There's woolly mammoths being revealed left, right and centre. People are now finding all sorts of shit. shit. Like cool <laughs> shit as well. Um, right. And uh, people are, I mean, there was uh, the article was talking specifically about um, the Altai Mountains in Mongolia and they were finding all sorts of stuff. Mm. Arrows, um, old bits for goats to stop them suckling on their mother's teats. Okay. Um, primitive shoe uh what's it called? Primitive snowshoes right. and horseshoes mm. and all sorts of stuff that are, of course, because they've been in the ice, are permanently, um, permanently preserved. preserved. Right. Yeah. And so I just found like a pretty interesting thing. It's now, so what, one of the things that they found, I think maybe 10 or 15 years ago, was this thing called an, I think it's pronounced an atlatl, which is 10,000 years old. And it had never really, it's like a spear throwing device. Hmm. And it had never even really been encountered before. And it just pops up. Like, as in uh, something to, like a catapult kind of thing I to guess launch so, a yeah. spear, right? I guess so, yeah. So, how, how, if you're, if like a, a, an animal um, died and isn't compressed by thousands and thousands of tons of, uh, of, uh, of ice, um, and it's just in like the permafrost and it starts to melt, could you eat it? Could you eat an animal that's just died? So when when there's when there's when they um, invest thousands of years old woolly mammoths, mm. there there is like flesh and mm. hair and all that stuff. I mean, I don't I, I don't see why not. I mean, because you could be. I mean, it'd be the most it would be the most like interesting um, culinary experience. As I say, I am the first person to eat woolly mammoth in a thousand years. Longer, longer, they longer. Were, I don't think they were knocking about. Yeah, it, but somebody it. could have eaten it back in the day. That's what I mean. You can't prove for, to be safe. Just say a thousand years. Yeah, but they I could think, have eaten, because they could have eaten one out of the check, ice a while ago. But I think Woolly Mammoths went out. Yeah, but I, I was yeah, I know they went, yeah. So, and, uh, but I'm just being safe. Okay. I know it's a lot older than that. I think you can be bolder. <laughs> I think you can go. I think you can go. Apparently, so apparently, yeah. there was an isolated population until four thousand years ago. Right. Okay. That's right. actually more recent than I realised. Yeah, um, giving it the big licks. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, you will be giving it the big licks of the mammoth. Yeah. But that's the thing, isn't big it? That, that cuts to the very heart of, of pretty much every male experience or every male thought process. Can I eat it? Can, can I, I eat it or it? can I fuck it? Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> can I, first of all, can I fuck it? No, it's dead. Yeah. Can I eat it? Because mm. it is dead. Yeah. And if the answer to both those questions is no... Gonna lose interest <laughs> fairly quickly. <laughs> fairly quickly. Do you think you'd be a good glacial archaeologist? Are you good in the cold weather? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Though I did go up to Sapporo last uh, earlier this year, and, and it was very, very cold, and I had to buy a snood from a Seven Eleven. That's how cold I was. It'll be. I mean, I don't think it's a great thing that ice around the world is melting at a rate of knots. Like I remember no. reading a while back that a massive sheet sheet of ice, apparently the size of actual Manhattan, <laughs> broke off of some polar ice cap the other month. That's not a good thing. Yeah. But 
glacier archaeologists are making hay. It's not about avoiding the storms. It's about learning to dance in the rain. <laughs> and as we all drown through rising sea levels, will we be able to have quite interesting looking hitherto unknown artifacts to enjoy at the time? Yes, we will. It's a small crumb of comfort. <laughs> what would happen though, if they found proper technology? What do you mean? Like woolly mammoth computers? Specifically, that, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Imagine yeah. if imagine if it melted to such an extent because permafrost, right? Yeah. Um, the Mongolians call it the land of always winter or whatever. Mm. Imagine if it melted to such an extent that something dating from forty thousand years ago had it was like a computer. Yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, that would be confusing and exciting at the same time. But it first would... point of call would be mistake. <laughs> User error. Operator yeah, error. Yeah. You Did just it snow your... last night? You've just dropped your phone in that, haven't you? Yeah. You dropped your phone in the kit in, in, but, in the but cavity. Do you know what I mean? Some people, I mean, if you think of the earth has been in, I know you don't care about this kind of stuff, but I'm going to make you talk about it. The earth has been around for four and a half billion years. Mm, what's okay. it done for itself? It's got nothing to show for nothing it. Nothing to show The universe, I think, is roughly 14 billion years Has old. it ever written a book? Don't think so. Couldn't. No. Be able to, um, but what I'm saying is, it could have been. There's a lot of time for people to have visited this planet before we were around. Yes, there's yeah. no evidence they, for it. No, yeah, they could have just been very tidy. Yeah, which would show uh, a certain amount of intellect if they just tidied up all their filth yeah. afterwards, and we just clean up after themselves, and yeah. we're none the wiser. Exactly. Yeah, it's possible. Mm. It's one to think about in the break, which we're <laughs> going to have now, and when we come back, we're going to do some of your emails. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. WrestleMe is a show where two men watch every WrestleMania from 1 to 37, unpicking the multicolored threads that tie it all together. I think it's slightly something to do with the fact that Americans don't really like cell phones, do they? Right. I think they've all got basic ones, <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's a big shout. It is a big shout, but I mean, there is something funny about it, like text messaging never took off in the States. What? I'm da- Come on now. Never been big. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're a lapsed fan or someone who doesn't give a flying laureate about it, there's something for everyone. If you can get a crowd to boo you for kicking a fabulous ladder. Fabulous ladder. And the crowd are booing. Yeah. I get just, off that lovely ladder we've just learned about. It's a beautiful polysexual ladder. It's a, it's a beautiful Hermes shabby yeah. chic creation. If you climb up to it, ecstasy yeah. can be found at the top. Listen via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. Wrestle Me is a Stakhanov production. And we're back. Uh, with the Luke and Pete show. If you would like to get in touch with the show, it's very, very simple. Hello at Luke and Pete show, uh, dot com. Do you Luke. Rem- yeah, do you remember when we talked about um, alien visitations and stuff? Yes. And then loads of people emailed in about stuff they'd see on the way home from the pub. <laughs> it's <laughs> just like pub. every single one always of these emails the pub. starts with, I was on the way back from the bell. <laughs> must be about 11.45pm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hello at Luke and Pete show dot com is the email address, as Pete correctly says. Um, Andrew's been in touch, Peter. Mm. Um, last week we talked about um, uh, how to repair the body. Yes. Injury. We talked about stitches. We talked about superglue. We talked about staples. Andrew's been in touch as a man who's been given staples without anaesthetic. Just straight in there. Pow. He says, listening to the recent show that included a listener email about having one's head wound stapled by a vet prompted me to email. <laughs> While not involving medical procedures performed on a human by a veterinarian, I hope you still find it a worthwhile tale. Here it goes. When my wife was pregnant with our twins, she was undergoing regular ultrasounds to monitor the progress of her pregnancy. Finally, at 37 weeks, the day came when the doctor said things were getting crowded down there and my <laughs> wife would need to be admitted to the hospital. He means her womb. Mm. We checked in mid-afternoon. Sorry, we checked in mid-afternoon on a Monday and she received a drug used to induce slash start the delivery. Fast forward to late the next morning after a sleepless night for both of us and it's time for her to receive an epidural because the doctor says they expect the delivery to get going soon. Wife asked me to stay with her for the procedure. I've never been the best with needles, but sometimes I'm okay, so I agree. Mm. If you are going to agree to one, you might as well agree to this one. Mm. I stand in front of her holding her hand when the anaesthetist is inserting the needle into her spine. It's a brutal injection, the epidural. Um, The combination of that thought in my mind and her twitching as the needle is inserted caused me to pass out (laughs) because I'd hardly eaten or slept in 24 hours. Mm. I felt backwards and split my head open, leaving a nice head-sized hole in the wall. Oh, no. Around noon, I wake up and I'm being taken down to the emergency room in a wheelchair so that the emergency room doctor can stitch me up. Embarrassed and groggy, I could only really focus on the fact that the doctor said the babies would be coming soon. 
As I lay there face down, I'm told they'll numb the area with local anaesthetic and it'll take about 10 minutes for that to kick in before I staple the wound. <laughs> right. Worried that I'll miss supporting my partner for the birth, I told them I didn't have time to wait for the local anaesthetic and they should just staple it now. Oh, mother, that sounds painful. It hurt a lot. Oh, no. Our daughter was born at 11.57pm that night and our son at 12.18am the next day. A twins were on a different day. Yeah. I returned to the doctor's office to have the staples removed a week later and Andrew doesn't say whether he had anaesthetic for that bit as well. I mean, presumably he did. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, do you reckon, that, is, that, is that a responsible thing for a doctor to do? Uh, what, just just go get... Well, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be a huge amount of pain. It would be a, a, a horrible amount of pain, but it wouldn't be like... You wouldn't go into shock or anything, would you? It's so just, they use a staple just... gun like they used to get yeah. at school. Ka-jung, ka-jung, ka-jung. Yeah. If, I, if I'm a doctor and you walk in and say, mm. I've got I've done this, and I say, mm. okay, that needs to be stapled together, and you say, I don't want any anaesthetic, yeah. I'm thinking straight away, I'm probably writing it down, this pervert. Guy's badass. pervert. This guy's no, I'm writing pervert. This guy's a badass. I don't know how the staples curve, because obviously when you staple a piece of paper, uh, the plate underneath curves the, um, the, the staple. Mm. I assumed it was like a tiny arrow. Yeah. Like an arrowhead. Yeah. But you know, the to, point of an arrowhead to... is you can't pull it back out again. Right? But, 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 Hmm. Oh, what? Like it kind of like goes through the. F- mm. Well, think of like an actual arrow, mm. but a tiny one. Yeah. The head is pointed like that. Yeah, but how would you remove that staple afterwards? I I thought that the bits just dissolve. It's a complete no. guess. Yeah. No, I'm not. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be on that that particular. I mean, train. last week Doctors I was get in touch. Last week I thought that they dissolved naturally, but mm. apparently they don't. I think that's, that's just stitches. I think that's stitches. Yeah. Um, Lewis, Lou. Uh, all right, lads. Uh, maybe New York man can become a section like Florida man because I saw this story. It it screamed Luton Pete A New York man fell into a sinkhole when it opened up from underneath him. He fell twelve feet into this a rat pit. Oh, what's there a rat a pit big... there? <laughs> Who's got town planning for that? A big rat pit. That's disgusting. Uh, he was too scared to scream in case rats went into his mouth. Luckily, he was only down there for 30 minutes and he had minor injuries before being rescued. 30 minutes? <laughs> in a rat pit? Uh, how many rats were in there? I don't know. It sounds like a lot though, doesn't it? Disgusting. That sounds a like rat, it should be a news story. A rat pit. I'm going to... I'm gonna rat I'm gonna Google pit. it. What's a rat pit? Yeah, man's horror yeah. overfall into rat infested chasm. Mm, interesting. Unless oh, it was like a, oh, it's a blood rat baiting. Oh no, that's I don't disgusting. care for this at all. This yeah, is that is absolutely. Which yeah. did, did, did you see the one with the pizza? The what? The pizza? Remember the pizza New York with yeah, the yeah, pizza, 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 pizza right? Yeah, slice, yeah. Remember when the world was just that crazy? His name was <laughs> yeah, that, and no further. Yeah. His name was Leonard Shoulders. Leonard Shoulders. Leonard Shoulders. Two, two bottles in the shower. That's washing going. Leonard Shoulders the burden. Nice of having a load of rats all over him. That's horrible. Yeah. He said he went straight down, falling, 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 and the debris was falling and hitting him in the head. Yeah. But what would you What would you choose to have in the in the um, in the sinkhole? Well, I mean, not rats, but I think it's a bit rich for the blog to just go into a rat's house and then go, "Oh, rats!" It's like you don't live down here, man. Yeah, you're you freaking top- me out. Well, get yeah, out there, get out of your house. Yeah, so bloody rude. We invited you around here half hour yeah. ago. You're late. <laughs> Take your shoes off. Rude. <laughs> what a rude man. Would you Would you prefer rats or say snakes? Um, rats are more kind of unpredictable I would say snakes are a bit more slithery I, as long as I knew that snakes weren't going to um, in, inject me with poison uh, I think I'd be alright it's actually honest. venom 
Amir has got in touch. I'm not leaving. I'm not you read a fucking email. This is that's exactly that is Luke Moore to a T. Uh, hi guys, long time listener, first time poster. I live in India and I found this hilarious story that belongs here more than anywhere else. I'm sure the listeners will have a laugh as well. I'm pasting the excerpt below. Amir. Um, two men have been arrested in the India state of Uttar Pradesh uh, for allegedly duping a doctor into buying an Aladdin's lamp that they promised would bring yeah. him wealth and health. I saw this. As part of the con, they even pretended to conjure up spirits from the lamp uh, in line with the tale of from the Arabian Nights Indian media report. The men reportedly wanted more than $200,000 for the lamp but settled for a down payment of just 41 yeah. Uh, a third female suspect is at live at large. Uh, the doctor reportedly uh, filed a complaint with the local police in Murat, uh, Western Uttar Pradesh earlier this week. In the complaint, he said that the two men met him when he began treating a woman he understood to be their mother over the course of a month. Gradually, they started telling me about a uh, Baba, a god, a god man, uh, whom they claimed also visited their home. They started brainwashing me and asked me to meet this Baba. He uh, said, according to NDTV, uh, he then did meet the, Mabba, the, the Baba, uh, who, it's reminds me of a giant Baba, by the Japanese wrestler um, <laughs> who seemed to perform such rituals he also reportedly said that during one visit Aladdin actually made an appearance in front of me and it was only later that he realised that he realised one of the accused had been dressing up as the iconic figure this guy's a doctor yeah and he's been duped by a man dressed in an Aladdin uh, costume yeah. Outrageous. I bet he dishes out staples with no anaesthetic. <laughs> I can't believe you felt I can't believe you felt that. But you say that, but when you look at the actual um, story, the mm. photo of the lamp is very good. Yeah, okay. The lamp, is, it does look like Aladdin's lamp. Right. I mean, not to the point where I'd pay $41,000 for it. <laughs> but it, I mean, if someone said to me, that's the original Aladdin's lamp, do you want it? I'd probably take it. Yeah. I, yeah. But I wouldn't be paying that much money for it. <laughs> I mean, is this is this is this culturally sensitive, Peter? We should we should we be more sensitive to the idea that people are what a grift just because he's got an, a, a lamp in there. But spirituality is different in different countries. Yeah, but still, sell, he's trying still trying to sell a bloody lamp, though, aren't they? Yeah, that is true. Based on a story, I think you, a doctor should expect more of himself. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I think so yeah. Um, yeah, stupidity is not uh, culture. It's universal. <laughs> you can't you can't culturally appreciate, appropriate stupidity. Well, there's no need to. There's absolutely no <laughs> we've got, need to. We've got our own supply. Um, here, here, what about this for an email from Paul who says, uh, Hi, gents, on the back of the email about being operated on by vets and dealing with stitches and staples, I felt it would be appropriate to share the story of my recent head injury. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving house a few weeks ago and I rented myself a van. It's stressful at the best of times trying to get parked in London. So by mid-morning, I'd already acquired a parking ticket. Acquired a parking ticket, sorry. Mm. But this was soon to become the least of my worries. Keen to avoid any more tickets, I arrived at my new house and began sprinting between the van and the house with my furniture. It's a recipe for disaster. (laughs) My parents and my cousin arrived on the scene to lend a hand and all was going well. We were close to finishing with plenty of time to get in the van and get it back to the depot the same day. And so I ran back to it and noticed one last item right at the back, a single pillow. I got into the van, bent down to pick up the pillow. As I shot up, I banged the top of my head on a metal railing. I clutched my head, sat down and could feel a dent. Jesus, I've actually dented my own head, I thought. (laughs) And then the blood started pouring. And it did not stop. My mum, a nurse, saw the state of me and took control of the situation. She used the pillow to prop my head up. That's a mockery. (laughs) Uh, As I lay down and my cousin jumped into the front of the van to navigate us to A&E. And my dad then agreed to drive after muttering, for fuck's sake. Uh, all the while, my mum and myself were flying about in the pitch black interior of the van. Long, stop, long story short, 
I received seven shots of local anaesthetic. The blood rinsed out of the wound with cold water and iodine and eight staples in my scalp to seal the wound. We still managed to get the van back in time and get the deposit back. Had to check the fucking purr that caused it all, though, because it was soaked in blood. Moral of the story, always look up and let me know if you'd like to see the photos of the injury. They're absolutely disgusting. No, thank you, Paul. Um, That is a troubling story (laughs) about someone banging their headpiece. When, When I last moved house... I trod in a quite large fox shit right. very early in the day. Mm. And fox shit is impossible to get off. Right. The smell is just awful. When my cat, because you know cats and dogs love fox shit. For some yeah. Reason. My cat once it, rolled in fox shit, yeah. uh, fox shit and had to, we, had to, we had to shave the bit of shit out of his fur. You couldn't can get it out. Right. I just I, I don't really know what fox shit actually smells like because there's foxes all over where, where it. It smells absolutely, absolutely disgusting. Rank, yeah. it's, like, it's like dog shit times a million. Yeah. Interesting. It, it's awful. It's not interesting. It's disgusting. It's just delicious. <laughs> what is yeah. it? I wonder what like the like the catnip style kind of like properties. Like, is there a, a human equivalent? So the talking you gravy is like oh gravy, lovely. Yeah. No one dislikes gravy. When when I had a um, fox in my back garden, I looked in and it kept digging up the flower bed. I looked up different solutions to get rid of it. Yeah, and one of them was like piss in your in your own garden. Hmm. But another one was tiger. Go to the local zoo and get lion hmm. shit. Lion shit, right? And they will not come near it if there's lion shit in the garden. <laughs> it's kind of a bit like meh. Is that Should a regular thing? That? Yeah. Is that Should a regular have to do thing? That? Yeah. I mean, can you farm lion shit on an industrial clock and then just isolate the the pheromones and just you know spray that around? Like you used to put under your tongue. <laughs> what the uh, dog stuff? Yeah. yeah. Does that work? Uh, not really. Are you still allergic to your own dogs? Uh, I, uh, I, um, yeah, but I. Don't How does care. it manifest They're itself? They're just great. <laughs> How does it manifest itself? This, <laughs> that noise. Really? Yeah. It's dangerous because you know isn't it? the people who are allergic to cats—they're not actually allergic to. The fur, mm. they were allergic the skin, to the saliva. saliva, piss, yeah. skin, saliva, and piss. The new album from Pete Donaldson. All of the major um, food groups. On that, don- on, on that bombshell, on that Peter. Dog, let's, dog egg. Let's get, <laughs> let's get out of here. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode of this nonsense. So do tune in. Tell all your friends about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your pods. Hello at LukeAndPeteShow.com is the email address to get in touch. Uh, Thursday, I'm probably going to do an email about a man who had his leg filled with super glue. Ooh, don't like it. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.